Welcome to the Geek Not Off-Topic Debrief, where we talk about some things on our off week. He's John Williams. Yeah, I am John Williams. <laughs> and I'm Ben Robinson. So, uh, hey, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Um, so this is our third episode now. I hope people are digging it. Uh, I'm certainly digging it. I know you are digging the uh, the short length of the episode. Yeah, the less of us, the better, right? Yeah. <laughs> this one's going to be four and a half minutes long. You're welcome. Things happen. See you later. One thing we've been doing on this is uh, some film trailers. You want to start there? This week was a little weak. Um, there we are. Boy, ouch. <laughs> um, because of the Super Bowl. So, like, we got a new Black Widow trailer and a new Snooze. James Bond trailer. Whatever. At 30 seconds that didn't show us fucking anything meaningful at all like that didn't really make anything better there was like a new sonic trailer it was a little bit different than the other one it made me think it might be a little bit better than the first trailer but i like that he looks cooler yeah yeah the the new look for sonic is is vastly improved oh yeah the old one was horrific and it's cool that they actually like listen people were like oh that's fucking garbage and they're like all right it's cool we'll fix it yeah i mean it on on one end, like like it, it worked really well this time, but it's ca- it's kind of setting a dangerous precedent. But in this case, it was totally justifiable. But I mean, it's the same thing as like why we got Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to focus group shit into terribleness. But if you know when you fuck up and you're willing to say you're right, we fucked up. That's important. If they made a Superman animated movie and he was blonde and a string bean. And then people bitched and they changed it to what Superman looks like. That's justifiable. You know, like, don't don't fuck with things from the get go. Yeah. Well, I, and at least they didn't, like, put Dr. Robotnik in a giant fat suit. Yeah. Although. Like, a, just a big inflatable fat suit. So he's nice and round. It wouldn't have bothered me that much. I wouldn't be shocked if at some point he's got some robot suit that that is kind of spherical oh, I, around I him for a moment. So much. Yeah. I hope he flies around in a small craft that floats and looks like his face. That that better show up. One of one of his yeah. little his little things that uh, sit inside of his robot creatures. Yeah, man. That he always buzzed off in after you beat him. So I, I'm hoping that's going to be good. My bet is it's going to be absolute garbage still, but I don't know. Yeah, it. I'm bummed that from the trailers it looks like it's more of like a Alvin and the Chipmunks thing where it's like this cute cartoon character interacting with a human being the whole time. You know, we've got, is it, I think it's James Marsden that he's, yeah, uh, that he's so. running around with. And like, there are a couple shots where it's off on like Sega Genesis Sonic world and it looked fucking awesome. Like, that's what I want to see. I hope there is a decent amount of that, but I have a feeling there's not. And I get the feeling that uh, Robotnik is not from that world either. Or may or may not have any interaction with it. I don't know. Yeah, he seems like a much more human, earthy robot guy. scientist. Though, uh, I'm glad to see Jim Carrey back. Yeah, why not? You know, I like that guy a lot, and uh, I don't know. He he seems to have an interesting attitude. You don't really get a whole lot of insight into Robotnik's character from the games. Yeah, true. But, you know, other than he's an asshole that keeps turning woodland creatures into robots. Yeah, what the fuck? I I wonder why he <laughs> even does that. I don't know because we can control them. I don't. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's so bizarre to encase a squirrel in a robot body. Yeah, in like a robot bee. Yeah, and like you can smack that bee and the armor just blows up and the 
creature runs off. And on the bright side, he's not like maiming them. Yeah, it's true. As soon as the armor falls off, they're fine. So it's the most humane way to trap a woodland creature. I mean, if I had the ability to create an army of robots that did my bidding and all I had to do was catch a bunch of squirrels. Yeah, but I wonder where the technology is. I don't know. (laughs) I'm surprised science brain Ben isn't uh, isn't bothered by that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not a huge Sonic fan, as I think I've mentioned before. Mm. And uh, there's a whole lot of suspension of disbelief there. I think that that's one of those franchises where it's just like, what the fuck ever? Let's have fun. Yeah. And that's not hard sci-fi. <laughs> um, so one thing that we did get is an almost four minute Fast 9 trailer. Oh boy. Yeah, and it looks like everything you've come to expect from the Fast and the Furious. The, the what did they call it? The f- Fast. Fast and so- Furious. Oh yeah. Like the, the Fast Saga. The Furious Saga. The Furious Saga. Yeah. Something like that. I, I is that different from the Fast Saga? Is like is there are two different sagas going on here, each of which <laughs> like the the Vin Diesel ones are the Furious Sagas, and the yeah. Rock ones are the Fast Saga. The, the, maybe the first know. three that were all about <laughs> racing were the Fast Saga. Now, see, they did I, look pretty furious. I think we've talked about this before, where I I only saw the first two, so I haven't seen any of these movies. Holy shit! Yeah, I haven't seen since you know since four when they started turning it into something else, but like. I've listened to enough people talk about it and like um on the podcast, how did this get made? They always they they've made a tradition out of uh them and Adam Scott go and see the movie when it first comes out and then immediately do a do an episode on it afterwards. So I feel like I like I know the franchise a little bit, but I I did get a little excited for this trailer. It's it's a whole different beast. The first like two or three, I I don't give a fuck about. Not one yeah. single fuck. But now like they're they're essentially superhuman. Like they're like jumping off buildings and slamming into the ground and crashing cars, and they're all perfectly fine. Yeah, this is not. Uh, it's gone completely insane. They they did like the Legends of Tomorrow thing, where like they kind of went sensible for a little while, and then realized, you know what? Fuck it, we're just gonna have fun and be silly and be over the top action, and that's what they are. And when you go into it knowing that that's what it is, it's fun. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and start watching the old ones. Just, I mean, or not start at like, like four. Yeah, at four. Yeah, with Fast yeah. and Furious, because like the first one was essentially Point Break, but with racing instead of surfing. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And, and not as good. <laughs> yeah, I I remember digging the first one. It was it was the second one where I was like, ah, okay, I'm good. Um, but yeah, like I I saw a title for a YouTube video, or maybe it was just an article where it was saying like. They may as well just be fighting the Avengers now. Yeah, and and no it's shit. true. You're yeah. watching that and like you've got John Cena now. Uh, mm-hmm. So spoiler, everyone, go watch the trailer and then come back and listen to it now. John Cena is uh, Vin Diesel's little brother. And he's a uh, how do they describe him? He's he's an assassin, a master thief and a uh, super driver. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Some shit. I don't remember what words they yeah. use, but yeah. And he's straight up got like a like a grappling bazooka that he like shoots and zip lines through some shit and they're just like they're beating the <laughs> fuck out of everybody fucking letty's getting clipped while she's jumping through the air on a on a dirt bike or something and and lands on a car they've got cars launching off of cliffs and being picked up by stealth bombers with magnets and fucking it's a complete fucking clown shoes ridiculous and uh it's just good stupid fun have you seen them all since then I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen uh, quite a few of them. Okay. And uh, they are. They're just balls out fucking turbo action, minimal plot. 
Like yeah. they'll pick like a theme and go on that theme. So like some of them are like heist movie, yeah. ridiculous, stupid action the entire time. Or, uh, you know, you know, rescue the person that's in danger movie. Stupid shit all the time. <laughs> this is like the sibling rivalry movie. Stupid shit the entire yeah. time. So it's like, okay, whatever. Fucking do it. Have well, fun. And the fucking end of that trailer where, I mean, you can tell it comes after, after the car launching and getting picked up by the stealth bomber. But there's that, that bridge that's gone out. And Vin Diesel just points his car at it and he's like, oh, there's a post with a rope there because it was like an Indiana Jones rope bridge. And he's like, if I run into it, it's going to catch on to the bottom of my car and I'm just going to like Tarzan swing out over the ocean and to safety. Yeah, he'll land somewhere (laughs) safe. And like, Like, why not? They show that shit in the car and like Letty's like, are you doing what I think you're doing? And they're both just calm. Like, whatever. Okay, here we go. They're fucking superheroes. We're going to be okay. Yeah. No, it's. uh. One of those things that's so stupid, like you feel bad for liking it, but uh, it's so stupid you can't not like it. Like it's just, it is base level, you know, man like car smash, <laughs> punch dude. Well, I don't, I don't have any tie to this franchise besides hearing other people get so excited for it that, like, when I was watching it, I was a little embarrassed, but I. I had a I had a big ass grin on my face. I was just like, "What the fuck? Jeez, you got to be fucking kidding me!" But I I kind of want to see it. And plot is so thin that uh, you don't need to have seen any of the like. You can walk into that movie not ever having heard of the franchise and still enjoy it almost as much as anyone that's seen them. Like, there's going to be some inside things and some dynamics that like you could pick up on. You know, yeah. there'll be some cameos and shit of people that show up, and you're like, "I don't know who that guy is," but they're stoked to see him. Okay. That if you're a fan, you'll be like, oh, cool, he's back. Like Han in the in the end of the trailer? Yeah. Like, I only know all about it from hearing people talk about it, but... It's not going to be so important that it would ruin the movie or you'd be so lost in the plot that you didn't know who Han was that yeah. it would make any fucking difference at all. Yeah, like, thanks to other other shows, I know who Helen Mirren is in there, that apparently she's the Shaw's mom and she's an asshole, so I don't know, but... I don't know if I'll see it in the theaters. I think I would want to see the other ones first just to to catch up on that. But It is a decent movie to see in the theaters, though, because it's over-the-top action, and that's one of the things the theaters does best. It's the experience, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm excited, but uh, I used to like roll my eyes and I'm like, oh, God, they're making another Fast and Furious movie. And then they got sort of like, all right, cool, they're making another Fast and Furious movie. Why not? Yeah, when they got to like five or six, I'm like... How the fuck are they making this? Like, like it was it was a fucking race movie, and then like Tokyo Drift was like straight to DVD fare with none of the the principal cast. And then they jumped the shark, and that shit worked. Yeah, they've been shark jumping ever since. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, they're gonna they're gonna find something else to jump now. Yeah, add more sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I you know there's no going back now. Yeah. They- yeah. So. All right. Let's fucking do it. Why yeah. not? Rocket car, like outrunning planes. They could literally do anything as long as it was big and action-y and exciting. You know, what the fuck ever. No one's taking it seriously anymore. Not the people that make it, not the people that watch it. Yeah. Just have fun. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. And I, I, I heard news that they are going to split the 10th in the series into two movies, a la Twilight and Harry Potter. I don't know why they wouldn't just say 10 and 11, but I don't know if it's going to be 10 part one. 10 part two. Why not? What 10, the, hell? the first quarter mile. They may as well just come out with it and call it like 18. Yeah. Just to fuck with people. Like <laughs> no one, no one, no one would care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then there was, uh, did you see the Morbius trailer? 
I did. Are you interested in seeing that at all? No, not even. I still haven't seen Venom. Yeah, me neither. Oh, wow. Sorry. Sorry, uh, people out there who who are yelling at their phones right now. No, I don't know. Sony doesn't have a great record, to be quite frank. When I watched the trailer for Venom and like he's got a sweater on and like the symbiont like goes through his sweater oh, yeah? to grab like the motorcycle or whatever and pull it back. Like, how's it going through his sweater? Like, should have a big hole in his sweater, right? I don't know. Maybe it can just go through the Phase, fibers. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't. It looked uh, it looked like something Sony was making and I didn't really care. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed more to me like something from the mid late 90s. And also. I don't really give a shit about Morbius. Yeah. Or Jared Leto. Yeah, I was never a big Morbius fan. Uh, weird plasma drinking vampire because he couldn't drink blood. Yeah, yeah. And like, Looks like he's drinking blood now, so he's got that going for him, I guess. Well, and in the in the cartoon, in the 90s, in the Spider-Man cartoon, like they made it so he like absorbed the plasma through his hands. Like He had like suction cups or some shit on his hands because yeah. they, they couldn't actually have him go and bite somebody's jugular vein yeah for me he wasn't an interesting or compelling character then and uh i don't see anything that makes me feel like he's going to be one now yeah it's really interesting that they decided to make a solo movie out of morbius but i mean i guess it doesn't make any less sense than if they did like a dr octopus movie or a craven movie like eh, like sony's working with what they got which ain't fucking much it's the spider verse apparently you know yeah, and they're trying to they're trying to set up the Sinister Six. Was he a member of the Sinister Six? No. So how does he that is now? Oh, yeah, it wasn't even like a villain villain, right? Like he was like he, like he had his own book and he was like a, a like an antihero, if anything, right? Yeah, I mean that's what I would assume. I never really read any of it. I read but a couple of them, but it wasn't much. I think he started as a like tragic Spider-Man villain, but he was still a villain. Um, but but he yeah. wasn't one of the sinister six. No. I mean, those are fucking solid villains. Why would you fuck around with Morbius? Yeah, like he's probably something more similar to Venom, where he's been a villain, but he's also been a hero. Um, just depending on how you want to write him. Venom's at least a little interesting, I guess. I don't know. Eh, not interesting enough for me to <laughs> go watch a movie. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, but it did well, so they've they've got the they've got the second one working. Yeah. Oh, and then at the end of the trailer, there was that appearance from Michael Keaton's Vulture, the end of the Morbius trailer. Okay. I didn't connect that he was supposed to be Vulture because he was just like a dude and it was Michael Keaton. Yeah. It looked, I mean, it looked like he was wearing the same getup that he was wearing in the end of Spider-Man Homecoming where it was the white prison jumpsuit. And there's even a scene in the, or a little shot in the trailer where um, Michael Morbius is wearing like a, an orange jumpsuit that looks like he escaped from prison or some shit so i don't know i mean it's cool that that there was a quick little shot on the wall of like a spider-man a a picture of spider-man and somebody had spray painted murderer over it so it seems like they are sort of sharing the universe i think you know that spider-man's on the outs yeah i think that was probably part of their new deal they had a quick shot of matt smith kind of dressed like the doctor don't know who the fuck he was supposed to be but maybe they were just trying to excite some other nerds out there i don't know yeah I don't know what the fuck. Dr. Who? (laughs) Precisely. Oh, Oh, I should have set it up better and said like, what doctor? (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Dr. Who. Abbott and Costello. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. Um, Okay. And then on the, on the trailer game, we also had uh, the Super Bowl spot for the Disney plus Marvel series is, which we spoke very briefly about it ahead of time. 
And uh, it sounds like you are not too enthused for the uh, WandaVision, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or the Loki series. It added no new fucks to the number I had given previously. The WandaVision thing is uh, kind of interesting because I'm just curious where they're going with that. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, this uh, looks weird and I'm not sure... I'm not sure what they're doing, so I'll, I, I will probably watch that and give it a shot. I don't give a shit about Falcon or the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, to be quite frank, um, I just don't care, and uh, I'm, I I don't know if I care about Loki either. If, if everyone says Loki is amazing, or if it, you know, if someone says any of these shows are really good and you should watch them, I'll check it out. But uh, I don't give a shit right now um i'm you know I've, I've had a lot of marvel over the last decade and uh i don't see these really making anything better for me i, I got a pretty limited amount of shit that i can watch and uh yeah ain't it. i'm really interested to see how they're going to start setting up the new direction of the marvel universe because it ended uh, with such a big bang and there was so many you know there's 10 years and 20 two films setting up just the 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 final two movies that it's like you know once it ended i felt i felt good i was just like okay i felt like it was over yes this thing is over i'm i'm not looking forward to anything from marvel right now and there wasn't much that they were giving us to look forward to either so it's really curious i've I've heard they're they're going to be leaning into the whole multiverse aspect and that that's what dr strange 2 is going to be uh the multiverse of madness which, by the way, it sounds like Sam Raimi is taking over the director's spot. I like Doctor Strange. So, I mean, that was one of the ones, one of the few ones that I was slightly excited for. Yeah. yeah like, I'm excited to the extent that I hope they take it somewhere interesting. But honestly, I don't really care that much. I'd be excited about, like, a Fantastic Four movie, maybe, or an Fuck X-Men yeah. movie. But uh, they basically said, we're not doing any of those for a while. So, I'm probably not going to fucking care for a while. See, Krasinski <laughs> is is lobbying for the Reed Richards part. Like, he, apparently, he's talked to them about it at some point. Like, a, a lot of fans are calling for he and Emily Blunt to to play huh? Richards and St- Sue Storm. But it sounds like like a uh, Wandavision. Like, the purpose behind that is to set up re uh, like reality altering stuff. You know, because her powers in the comic books, she can alter reality. Yeah. So, you know, the, the the prevailing theory is that her mind has cracked after losing vision and then you see in that trailer it's like they talked about it before how it was like half sitcom and half whatever but you see like them in different sitcom uh eras like i love lucy and like leave it to beaver and brady bunch and roseanne and family ties like different decades you see all of these quick flashes i'm actually really looking forward to that show now i i it seems the most intriguing because like falcon and the winter soldier it's going to be cool action. Why not? I, I will watch that. It's got Baron Zemo, and I, I hear he's going to put on the mask, and it's got U.S. Agent, played by uh, Kurt Russell's son. Oh, well, Baron Zemo better put on the mask. Yeah, he's going to have that purple mask. Yeah. Um. So I have no reason to not watch that. I don't really give a shit about Loki. Which, by the way, it was confirmed that he did create an alternate universe when he escaped. Yeah, that's kind of what they were implying would have happened. Yeah. If you ran off with one of the stones. Yeah, when when we when we did our uh, our endgame episode, you convinced me that he didn't create a different or an alternate reality. And I went back and listened to it afterwards and I was like, I don't know if I agree with that, but you convinced me in the moment. Hmm. I don't remember my argument, so uh, 
consider yourself convinced otherwise. <laughs> Turns out I don't care enough to try and convince <laughs> anybody of anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool that Loki appears to be going evil again, but I've seen him go back and forth so much. It's just like, I, I don't give a fuck about that character anymore. Yeah, unless he's bringing something really new, which it doesn't. I haven't seen any. I mean, all it showed was like him for a second in that promo saying something is Loki, and then it said Loki. Yeah, so he's just wearing give, a little jumpsuit. Didn't give any insight into what the fuck's going on in that show, so who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I think that about does it for trailers, yeah? I don't got anything else. Yeah, we talked a lot about trailers. Yeah, it was a long time. Like, I was looking at it and thinking, man, there ain't shit to say about trailers. There <laughs> was. Well, um, one thing I want to do, um, and I'd like to start doing that, doing this in the future when, when it's warranted, is uh, recommending some comic books, because that is definitely... A, uh, a side of the geekosphere that I am invested in. Um, I grew up being a superhero comic guy. I'm a DC Comics fan. You know, everyone knows how I feel about Superman. Unless this is your first time listening to us. I love Superman. Um, but <laughs> I found myself lately reading a lot more like Image and Dark Horse and uh, The Vault's been putting out some, uh, some good books or Vault Comics and uh, Oni Press. So I wanted to just highlight a couple of comic books that, you know, that that aren't X-Men. They're not in your face with like that. Everybody knows these comics. One comic is by Vault. Um, it's called Money Shot. Issue four came out this week. And it's the story of a group of scientists who like this one. This one chick uh, develops a uh, it's, it's like an interstellar travel device, whether it's teleportation or what I, I can't remember. Um, cause it's not, then that's not the, uh, the crux of it. The, the, what, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what does matter is that, uh, the government pulls funding. So they have to find a way to fund their, their interstellar exploration. So they decide they're going to go fuck aliens. They call themselves triple explorers. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's a very, very entertaining book. They start, they just start with some alien fucking and it goes into, into a good kind of sci-fi adventure hero story that it's still in the middle of. Cause I, I imagine the first arc's either going to be either five or six issues. So like they're funding by selling alien porno essentially. Yes. Yeah. They, they, uh, they record it and they stream it and, uh, people buy subscriptions to their website. So live action hentai. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and this this book does not spare the uh, the the details. It's it's interesting. It's uh, and it's cool. Like they actually go into like the scientific method behind it. And there's like an issue. It was it was either two or three, where you know they're setting themselves up to go on this adventure, but they're like, we have to make sure we're compatible. So there there's uh, let's see, there's two dudes and three girls in this group, and they're just like, we're gonna have to fuck each other. Like every one of us at different times, we're going to go on a date. We're going to fuck, find out what, what, what we like, what we don't like. And it's, it's really interesting that they would look at it from that <laughs> angle. Cause they're like, yeah, you couldn't just, you know, go, go to space with a bunch of strangers and expect to give compelling porno. Yeah. You're gonna have to practice a bit, right? I mean, these are scientists. It's yeah. probably not their shtick for this. Yeah. I like how they really go into that. But uh, as far as how interstellar travel works. Who the fuck knows? Doesn't you know, matter. <laughs> they they could have. Maybe I just forgot. But no, I, I don't. I don't think that was the important part. Yeah, it's not plot important. Yeah. So Money Shot is by uh, written by Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty. The uh, the art or the line art is by Rebecca Isaacs, and the colors are by uh, Kurt Michael Russell. I want to give a shout out to the creators because 
you know, like Tim Seeley's done a bunch of image work, but I had never heard the other names before. So Kurt Michael Russell should take the Michael out of his name. People are like, what, <laughs> Kurt Russell colored this? I gotta funny. buy it. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, um, so the other book that I read, it was the first issue. Um, it was a book called Backtrack by uh, Brian Joins is the writer. Uh, Jake Elphick is uh, the line artist. And Doug Garbark is the colorist. Um, this one I just happened to see on the rack and I flipped through and saw some cool art. So I picked it up. Um, it's very twilight zoney. Like it's, it's got like a down and out. Oh, I don't know how much I want to give away. Um, a down and out person whose life has gone to shit is given an offer to take part in something that if she succeeds, she will get her life back. And, you know, by uh, an offer by a mysterious stranger. And it's got a little time travel. It's, and it's more than she ever expected. Exactly. Yeah. Like it really plays out like a Twilight Zone episode. Um, but there's it's high octane because it's a big car race, which is not a not a spoiler. But it's gearing up to be a pretty compelling story so far, just with the first issue. It it was set up really well. The art's great. Um, so that that is by Oni Press. Maybe that's what they're gonna do with the next Fast and Furious is uh like a Twilight Zone esque time travel turbo death race you know i was listening to the to the how did this get made mini episode where uh uh jason manzoukas and and paul Shear were talking about the trailer and for a second there when they saw the uh the fiero with the rocket like they thought it was a delorean and and manzoukas lost his shit he's like if they're fucking if they have a time machine i'm fucking it like he got so fucking excited and i was like well, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't that be the next step? Everyone's saying space, but fucking send them through time. That's like one thing they haven't done yet. Yeah. So why not? So one thing I wanted to to jump into a little bit was there's been a lot of next gen console news slash rumors that's come out in the last week. Like, uh, you know, Microsoft did their big reveal on the Xbox Series X. That's the new system. Yeah, that's the new system, and it and it's uh they they gave some details and then. Sony came out with a little bit of details for the PS5, but they were a bit more cagey. They're waiting for their big reveal event that's going to happen sometime in the future. <laughs> but they're both slated to come out in uh, holiday 2020. Oh, shit. So end of this year, we'll have new consoles. Um, basically, as far as the best information anyone can get at this point, they're going to have near identical hardware. They're both going to have SSDs. They're both going to have AMD GPUs and CPUs. Uh, they're both going to be able to do 8K and ray tracing and, you know, all the fancy schmancy new graphical shit. They're both going to have some sort of like cloud and streaming service where you can stream games to them. Uh, they're both still going to have a disk drive. So there will still be physical media in the next generation, which is kind of cool. Probably not the one after that, though. No, they're going to get rid of it eventually. Uh, both are supposed to be backwards compatible. With oh, the previous really? system, yeah, they're, yeah, they Microsoft, you know, Sony came out a while ago and said, yeah, all the PS4 games will work, and then Microsoft said, yeah, well, all your Xbox One games will work too. Oh, okay, so it's just the one previous generation because because Sony was teasing the possibility of all generations, right? Yeah, well, and and Microsoft came out and said too that uh, all the stuff that's backwards compatible on the one right now will continue to work on the new one. See, that's kind of a disappointing list to me right now. There's there's a lot of games that that I want to play that aren't backwards compatible on yeah. Xbox one. And the rumor, the, the Sony rumor that, you know, they're going to, they're trying to make it like fully backwards compatible. Um, like, cause they put in some patents for like chips that they could put in there that instead of emulating old games, would just allow them to play them. 
Okay, yeah. Where you could put the disc in and it would just, it would play. Um, but they have not confirmed that that's a thing yet. If okay. they do, like if, if you could just put any PSX disc in and it will play, that would sell me. Yeah. Like that, that'd be something like, okay, fuck yeah. Cause I got an old PS2 and I got an old PS3. Yep. And, uh, they're going to take a shit at some point and not work anymore. And so if I could go buy a uh, PlayStation 5 and know that it would play all of the games that I have for both of those already, plus any, you know, used PS4 games that I decided to pick up. Yeah. It would probably talk me into buying it. Yeah. I never owned a PlayStation 3 or 4. And there's a shit ton of games that I've never played that I want to. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to borrow a fucking PlayStation 4 for, from someone just so I can play that fucking Spider Man game. That's all I really care to play. I haven't played that either, but that game looks cool as shit. Yeah. I also don't have a PS4. I got a PS3 and an Xbox One. But, yeah, uh, I do have the Xbox One. Fucking exclusivity. Supposedly, the Xbox, I think, is supposed to be $499. Sony hasn't released their price. It's probably going to be $499. Yeah. It, it certainly can't be more than that. Otherwise, uh, they're going to be fucking themselves. I mean, that's one of the reasons they got so many, they got so far ahead of Microsoft in the last generation is that they were 100 bucks cheaper. Oh, okay. Because Microsoft was jamming a connect down everyone's throat and they had to charge more for the console. And uh, Sony sold three times as many fucking PS4s as Microsoft did. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. They got a, a fucking loads of them out there. And there's been rumors that Sony's thinking about underpricing it so that they can kick Microsoft's ass again. Because if it's $100 cheaper, they're, they're essentially the same, almost the same hardware, almost the same capabilities. Exclusive games these days are pretty fucking minimal. Yeah. There's a few here and there. But fucking I mean, Spider-Man. Yeah. There's not that much there. So I don't know. Have you seen what they look like? No. I haven't seen anything. Sony hasn't put out like an official render, but there was like the the um, the um leaked things of the, the, you know, prototype that looks weird. It's got like a notch out of the middle of it. And then Xbox is like a fucking 12 inch tall by like, like eight by eight cube, you know, square, not a cube because it's taller than it so is. So it looks like, like a, like a desktop computer. Kind of. It looks like something that would be really fucking inconvenient to put on the shelves next to your TV. I don't know what the, what Oh yeah. Doing. Yeah. Cause like the, the rest of them, you can slide them like where a VCR would go or something you yeah. know, on the shelves below your TV. Oh, this thing's like 12 inches tall. Where Ew. the fuck are you going to put that thing? Behind the TV, but yeah. then in you have, another room? Yeah. <laughs> and just run a fucking cable? I, I don't know. It looks kind of dumb. The PlayStation you know, one looks kind of dumb too, but they haven't announced whether or not that's really it, but that uh, would be, it at least fits in your fucking entertainment center. That would be interesting if uh, the Xbox had some sort of wireless capability with smart TVs where you could put it somewhere else. Yeah, and then everything would still just work and it would sit somewhere else. That would be, that could be cool. I don't know. Yeah. I, and I guess the big question that this comes down to is, do we fucking care? Like, I don't have an 8K TV. No. Like, the games that are coming out now on the current generation look pretty fucking good to me. Like, I mean, are they... Ray tracing is kind of cool because they can make lighting look more real. They can use it for sound, too, where it... Um, they can, like, bounce sound off walls for echoes yeah, and stuff surfaces. like they would with light mm -hmm. to give you a more realistic soundscape. And I guess the, the supposedly the PlayStation is supposed to have like a dedicated 3D sound chip. Um, but I don't have fucking surround sound anyway. So no. I got fucking the speakers on my fucking TV that it's not going to look any better or sound any better for. So do I need it? I don't know. Yeah. Like, do should, should, should we care about it? Probably not. But there are some, some hoity-toity Scrooge McDuck fucking vault assholes out there that 
will absolutely love that. You know, like that would sell them on PlayStation over Xbox. Well, that's the funny thing about the price. It's like, is it 400? Is it 500? It's like, okay, well, if you want an 8K, you got to have a $8,000 TV. So who the fuck cares about $100 on your console at that point if you're willing to drop eight grand on a fucking TV? I guess you got to think about it ahead of time. Like if these things are going to last, what, six years before the next console generation, then maybe by that time, or, you know, the, the TVs will become more affordable over time so maybe having the hardware isn't uh isn't i mean it, th- you don't lose anything for not having that tv well and, and and i think they're going to do the same thing they did with the last one where for like the next three years anyway they're going to still make all the same games for the next system down for you know the, oh, yeah, for the yeah. ps4 and the xbox one so i don't know i'm not super thrilled about it because uh what i got now is pretty fucking good yeah i mean i was still playing a 360 until like two years ago when when uh a buddy of mine bought a bought an Xbox One S, whatever that the or X maybe. Yeah, the better that, one. Yeah, yeah, that beefy one, and he sold me his old one for fifty bucks. So it's like, okay, that's why I have an Xbox One. Yeah, and I, that, I don't play video games that often that's anymore. All, I'll probably wait until the prices come down and uh, get it then. I mean, and the next console after this is what it's going to be like: real time MCU level CGI on the fucking machine. I mean, that that's the next step, right? I remember when the PlayStation 4 came out, just looking at it on my buddy's super fancy TV and just being like, holy fuck, like, what's the next generation? Like, is it just, are we going to get to the point where video games just look real? I imagine we're going to at some point and it's probably not far off at this point. Yeah, like imagine playing like Manhunt or something where it looked real. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it fucking scar you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like post-traumatic stress from playing Call of Duty. i bet that is a thing already today's youth yeah well real quick on uh on video games on the video game side of things i actually just heard a report out of uh wb montreal or i guess it's just rumors coming out of wb montreal who who they're they're working on a new batman game and the current word is that they it is not going to be a new arkham game but rather a reboot and there's uh, there's leaks of possible um, co-op capability Ooh. in the Batman family. So, so he plays Batman and Robin or Batgirl yeah, or-, or Catwoman, I'm sure, will be one of them. So that that uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I didn't play much of Arkham Knight. Those uh, those Batmobile levels were tough. I, I really loved uh, Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. Arkham City. I never beat because I it got too much for me and then i stepped away and then when i stepped back in i had none of the skill Just i had before ass whooped yeah, so I'd, right, have, yeah. I'd have to start back from the beginning so i never did that but i wouldn't mind something different you know i yeah, love i did love those, those really well but they are kind of formulaic at this point i just hope it's local multiplayer and not fucking online only yeah but then you have to worry about split oh then again if you're if you're in the same vicinity yeah i don't, I don't know. know i used to play fucking mario kart on a 27 inch tube tv with four people so <laughs> fucking sharing on my 60 inch fucking tv with somebody else isn't that big of a deal <laughs> so yeah new batman game in the works may not be an arkham game quick hit sweet i got another quick hit deal the uh remember we talked about nintendo land in the new universal park that was yeah, coming yeah. into florida there are now rumors uh, due to some like uh, planning department stuff that they've sent out, like, you know, uh, renderings and shit, mm-hmm. that there's going to be a Universal Monsters section. Oh, shit. In the park as well. Somebody's listening to our show. Yeah. Like, that is, uh, that sounds rad. I, like, I want to see some, like, Wolfman rides and 
Yeah. Cool ass fucking Frankenstein merchandise. Yeah, like go through Castle Frankenstein or Castle Dracula. Yeah, they, yeah, they were talking about having Castle Frankenstein and like it looked like in some of the renderings there was the windmill from Frankenstein yeah. built in there. Like that's fucking cool. That's want- cool that they're embracing nostalgia and moving forward with that, even though their plans to reinvigorate the franchise have fallen apart. There's a lot of love there still for those characters and for those movies. Yeah, they don't need to die. Like kids can learn about them and enjoy them. It'd be so weird if they made the whole like section black and white. <laughs> you walk in and there's just like fucking no color. Everything's yeah, black and white. Even the the actors are are paint like yeah. their, their skin is painted white or or dark or whatever. But, kind of fucking cool. Oh, that would be so super cool. Yeah, you'd feel all weird and technicolor with your flesh. Yeah, maybe like every <laughs> every day at like three o'clock, they like chase the monster through the city streets into the windmill, yeah. set it on fire. That would be awesome. <laughs> so uh, the more I hear, the more I think we're going to have to make a trip to Florida. Yes. Because uh, this place sounds like it's going to be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. We got to start a GoFundMe. All right. Well, what do you think? I think that's about it. Yeah, we did it. No no significant geek deaths this time. Hooray. Yeah, some people died, but uh, fuck them. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, hanging out with us today, folks. If you want to let us know how we did or what you think of our show, for better or worse, email us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can hit us up on the social medias. We've got a Facebook page, Geek Exploration the Podcast, Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast, or Twitter at GeeksplorePod. And if you could, please go drop us a review on Podchaser Apple Podcast. Any amount of stars you deem fit would be great. We just like hearing from you guys and uh, seeing what you think about the show. And our theme song for these things is Celebration by the uh, ever-impressive Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Yeah, I was going to say the incomparable Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. He's all those things and more. Yeah. What a dude. Yeah. Until next time. Well, something. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.